0: Alright, hello everyone, welcome to my very first podcast, I'm actually very excited about you know, finally making a podcast, um, just so you guys know, this is going to be a random podcast about you know, I guess, dates that I'm going on, past relationships, um, kind of, we're going to be touching bases on energy and what that kind of means. Um, I will most definitely have special guests on the podcast as well. Um, I also want to keep everything anonymous, so uh, uh my my identification is going to be anonymous. The people that come on the show are going to be anonymous as well. It's going to be very strict policy. Um, just because I think like I'd really like to start the podcast just kind of incognito. That way, I can feel a bit more free to kind of express. What I'm going through, you know, potentially stories that I hear as well, if I get approval. Not gonna lie, a bit of tea as well, because who doesn't love gossip? Um, but yeah. So if you guys are under 18, please, please, please get off the podcast, change the station. You guys are not really welcomed just because I don't really wanna filter my words. On top of that, it does get a bit raunchy. So we will be talking about sex and explicit stuff. Um, So yeah, so please, if you're over 18, stay. If you're under 18, please change the station. Because I don't want to get flagged or get cancelled or anything like that. Okay? So I'm putting that warning out there. So, let's get down to business. First topic i don't know what the fuck is wrong with dating scenes because like now in 2023 like i get it you know guys don't really have the confidence to ask the girls out on top of that girls don't have the confidence to ask the guys out you know so vice versa so we're all kind of in this guessing game of who is gonna ask out who when is the appropriate time on top of that like it's just messy. It's just fucking messy. I think everyone doesn't know what the hell's going on. And Andrew Tate was a big thing. I didn't really want to mention his name on the podcast. But on top of like. Like I guess since we're talking about dating. And a lot of guys that I've speak spoken to. Like as in friends. They're all you know. Or were obsessed with Andrew Tate. Before he went into prison. Uh, and just talking about how the masculinity. Sort of side of it for men. Is just dying out and, you know, Andrew Tate was bringing on that masculine role back again, you know, guys have to ask the girl out, you know, guys have to pay for the food, guys have to be the dominant one, blah, 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 you know, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna speak on behalf of all women, but for me personally, I think it's nice if the guy does pay on the first date, I'm not gonna lie, again, like, I have paid multiple times, and I've been Like, I push myself, especially if I know that this date is not going to progress to a second date. Like, it's just going to end at the first date because I feel very bad. So, I have paid for my share on the first date. Um, But I think it's really nice if the guy does opt it and just be like, look, you know, like, um, I'm the one that asked you out. Oh, another note. It's good if the guy actually asked the girl out first. Because I would do that and I'd end up nowhere. Like, a guy knows whether he wants to ask around or not. If he just wants to fuck or not. Okay? And I solely believe in that. A guy knows in the first 15 minutes of talking to you. Whether he's going to fuck you. Or whether he's going to try and date you. Now, that may change after hanging out with you. Because, of course, like, the longer duration that you hang out with a person. You could potentially grow feelings for them. Or, you could just be like, you know what? Your pussy's pretty good. I'll just keep fucking you. That's it. Or they get the post not clarity and just be like yep one pump and done you're out of here fuck off you know so i guess that does change over time but at the same time when they're talking to you and hanging out with you in the first 15 minutes they kind of know what they want to do with you already um so that's just my take on it and yeah um dating's shit let's throw something into the spanners Sorry I just had to um, crack my back Um, I've been in a long term relationship Uh, I'm not going to say the duration But it was a long term Um, We were looking to get married And that's the reason why we wanted to start dating He was my first Um, Regret it and I don't regret it I regret losing it um, I don't regret having that experience in terms of personal growth. Because I feel like the relationship did break me down very bad. I already had a bad relationship with my family. Uh, maybe later on we'll touch bases on that. I think in the first episode we'll keep it a bit light hearted. But you know keep the tea rolling for you guys. Um, he was flirting with a girl for pretty much our whole relationship and we kept hiding it and I was an idiot that still stayed with him and believed him that he would change Um, ended up having some substance abuse and um, the relationship just kept progressing worse and worse until one day I just snapped and he didn't really book anything for our anniversary as selfish as it sounds but not gonna lie I spent more money in the relationship on him than he ever did on me which was really sad. And I know, girls, not everything's about money. But at the same time, it's about effort that they put in to trying to make sure that, you know, you're looked after. Okay? I don't care if you're big, the biggest fucking feminist. Okay? Sorry. And you guys are going to hate me. But the guy has to look after you. He needs to provide for you. Because at the end of the day, then what the fuck is he doing? Okay, he needs to learn to provide for you. All right, because say, for example, somewhere along the track, you guys end up fucking, you get pregnant. He can just walk out. So if he doesn't learn the responsibilities of looking after you from point A, from the from day one, okay, then I'm sorry with all my heart, but you're doing it wrong. Okay, I don't give a fuck if you're the biggest feminist in the world. There's nothing wrong with being a feminist. Okay, hold strength okay you've got a backbone it's fantastic but he needs to look after you he needs to have that responsibility and you need to make sure that he does it okay but as you as a woman you need to make sure that you are there for him emotionally as well so when he's having a hard day at work he can just come okay and feel comfort because at the end of the day home is not a destination home is within a person okay you're the one that can make it home for him, okay, and then that way, it doesn't really seclude to a lot of problems down along the track, I'm not saying it's going to problem-solve, but yeah, um, anyways, um, back to what I was saying, um, yeah, he just really didn't, like, I, I kind of, it was my fault, I never really gave him responsibility, I should have, Um, I just kind of thought, you know, this is my first relationship, like it's fine, like I love him, he knows that, hopefully like, you know, I'll get spoiled, looked after properly blah 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 one day, didn't end up happening. Um, so yeah, so when it came to our anniversary, he didn't book anything, he said he was planning something, and I was asking him months prior, came to a week before our anniversary, and I was like, you know what, I'm so fucking done, I was just done, I lost it, you know, He would tell me things that he went and bought for his ex, you know. And I wasn't his first relationship. He was my first everything. Um, And I just got really mad and sad. I was like, I'm the longest that he's ever been with anybody. And I'm the one that's put up with the most shit. Um, And I just decided to break up with him. As shallow as that sounds. He ended up begging for me back. I decided to have like a trial period. So we were together but not together. And I just felt like I was losing myself even more and more and more. He had a depressive state. He was still talking to that fucking slut. <laughs> and I had enough. And then I messaged her to fuck off. You know, to stop messaging him. And he didn't like that. He, she said that she was his friend. When the messages were not right. Like, you know, she was obviously flirting with him and trying to get him to hang out. Anyways, um, we broke up officially he stalked me and then i just ended up becoming a homebody because my crippling anxiety didn't allow me to leave the house pretty much i was able to go to work but even then i was still so fucking scared um and then i was on a route to try and find myself again took me a couple months um i was talking to someone but it wasn't really going to end anywhere. Like, I knew that. Like, it, there was no. Like, it wasn't leading anywhere. But we were just talking. Um, and then. Ended up finding a job. And. Not going to lie. Developed a crush with my co worker. And then I fucked up and fell in love. And. I, d- how do I say it? Like I, I, did love my ex. He's my first and only relationship. You know, and he'll always be my first everything. And like I, I, will always have some little, you know, part like you know that cares. But I don't. I only care of him as a friend. Like I don't care him like as a lover. I don't love him anymore. Um. But my ex coworker, sort of situationship, that really hurt. And I don't know why, but TikTok is fucking right. Every situationship ends up hurting more than your ex. And I think because it's a situationship, there was no clear outline of what you guys were, whether you guys were together or not. And I think having no clarity is what ends up hurting you the most. So I think, guys, if you ever feel like that... And I know I'm not the only one that ever felt like that. You know, getting hurt more from a situationship. Um, If you guys ever feel like that, it's most likely because there was no clarity. Um, Don't worry, don't go seeking out for clarity. If you guys have ended, leave it as that. Because at the end of the day, girl or guy, whatever situationship you were in... You know, with a girl or guy... It doesn't matter. It's their loss at the end of the day and you've made it this far. And you keep progressing and you keep pushing up and you keep going forward in life. All right. so don't worry about going back for that. And I'm not worried for going back for that clarity either. I think um, when I was just in that atmosphere, I fell and... Who are my girlies or who are the guys that, you know, just fucking love red flags? Because I think, like, well not I think, I am one of you guys. I love red flags and for those people that like red flags, you know why we like red flags? Okay, cool. Just waiting for an answer. So, we like red flags because they end up portraying like this big nasty you know like fuck off attitude you know what i mean like such a strong solid body and people get intimidated by them but the reason why we fall is because we end up seeing their soft side and we end up feeling a bit special because we're like wow like for example in my situation wow the way he's talking to you know co-workers and stuff and motivating them and everything this is so sweet, like this is such a nice soft side, like just keeps encouraging them to keep doing better, and just seems like he genuinely wants the best for everyone, and I'm like, fuck, like what a nice person, what a sweet person, and you feel that soft energy, and then you see the way they act tough, and like they, you know, represent their masculinity, and you're like, damn, I need someone like that, because we admire to be like that as well, so we want us to end up progressing into that too, and then because we see that we're like, Yeah, kind of badass, you know, also very strong, solid, independent, you know, someone you can definitely lean on. And I'm just like looking at that person, and I'm just like, I really like you. We hung out a couple of times, you know. One of the dates was a bit shit because I was like, Fuck you, like, I'm trying to open up, it's a bit awkward. I don't want to be the one doing the whole like all talking, you know, even though I do love talking. Sorry guys. Um yeah, he didn't really do much talking. And that was a bit of a red flag. I had a bit of a shit time. But then we went out again. And like even for my first date, fuck. I got so anxious. So, so anxious. Okay. Because I even still to now I struggle with anxiety. But I got so anxious that I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I really need to pee. I'm going to go pee in that push. And it was so embarrassing. I was like, why the fuck did I do that? But. That date was still good. The second date was the one that was more worse when he wasn't opening up. But um, then we went out again, and it was really nice. Like he opened up a bit. And then on the third time of hanging out, we kissed, and I pulled back because I was like shook, and I was just looking at him in his eyes, and I was just like fuck. The anxiety's calm. I don't need a pee, my stomach's calm, and then I went in for a kiss again, we made out, and then I stopped and I pulled away, because I didn't want to, you know, you, you guys have to keep, keep them keen, keep them mean keen, you know, um, and then I stopped, and then we ended up messaging, it was like, hey, like, you're all good, like, you're pulling back on the kiss, blah, 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 I was like, yeah, I'm all good. But of course, like I'm not going to let him in my mind and just be like, um, when we were hanging out on that date, my head was racing and I was having high anxieties. But after I kissed you, I felt calm. Because I didn't want to give him that upper hand, especially so early. But I don't know. If you're ever listening, I know you've already got a fucking high ego. You, you fucking can't. <laughs> you've already got such a high ego. But after I kissed you, I felt Calm. and I wasn't feeling on edge and I think because after that date you know we did open up a bit and I think it was nice um but yeah we ended up hanging out the night, next night then we went back to my car we we're making up you know for for a while and I I just I felt so comfortable and I know I've got anxiety but I also have a big personality So, for me, when I find comfort and I feel like the woman, I feel, I feel, like, not small, but I feel, like, how do I explain it? Like, I feel, yeah, like, my personality is leveled because he was being the man, the strong one, the one to lean on. And I felt so, it was just so nice. It was so, so nice. And I wanted to cuddle him and, you know... But again, like, it was still so early hanging out. And then after that night, that's when it went all downhill. He ghosted me. Like, we messaged the next day, but it was, like, very, like, airy-fairy. It took him a couple of hours to message and stuff. And opened up my message, didn't reply back. And I was, like, thinking in my head, like, really... I was really sad. Because I was just like, well... I'm trying to talk to you, you know. we just had a beautiful week, like you know, we finally shared a kiss after our third time hanging out, and I was just I was just really sad, I felt really used, and I'm not gonna lie like i I did really want to cry, and I felt really sad, you know, I was doing that thing of constantly checking my phone to see if you'd message. There was no message. And it hurt. It really, really hurt. Because I was just like like I didn't think that he had the capability of doing that. Like I knew I knew he was a bit of a red flag, but I didn't think in that sense. I thought he was very respectful and wouldn't really use and abuse someone like that. Um still to now it does hurt I did love him a lot I really did love him a lot but I don't anymore I think at this point in moment in time I love myself more but we were just we had a bit of back and forth and then um, you know there was more to the story but I'm just gonna cut it short um we were working with each other we were still flirting here and there and then he got jealous that I was talking to guys that at work but at the same time like on the floor that we were working on it was male dominant but at the same time I was not flirting especially with you know this other person who's literally my sibling's age and we were just good friends just really good friends and I was giving advice and I'm very platonic like that. If I see you as a friend, you were just staying as a friend. You know, and I just wish that the guy that I fell for at work would just ask me personally and just be like, hey, is there anything going on? instead of playing stupid games. Um but I guess he didn't have the balls in that aspect. And then funny enough, give it a couple months, I ended up saying that I just like you too much... To be working with you. And I couldn't work with him. You know... At that point in time... I just... I really couldn't work with him. And... I really wanted to call in sick a lot of the times. I was trying so hard to avoid him. If he'd ever come down to my area... I'd always rush off to the bathroom... Because the anxiety would be kicking in. And yeah that was it and it's sad um I saw him not long ago and it was nice just to talk as friends and he will only ever be a friend you know a friend or an acquaintance nothing more nothing less you know cause at the same time as much as I do regret allowing him to get to me like that um I don't regret getting to know him a bit more but at the same time um I've learned a valuable lesson do not get with anybody from work girls and guys I know that person looks so fucking hot in their suit or so hot in their uniform or whatever Alright? But do not mess around. Okay? The only time you should mess around with a co-worker is if you definitely think that you guys will end up marrying or something like that. Do you know what I mean? If you guys think that you will end up marrying or having like a long relationship or whatever, whatever then do it. Get with that person from work. In the meantime, keep your dick in your pants. And hun, your pussy is pride. Okay? So don't go flaunting it around to anybody that you know that you want to enter inside. I don't fucking know, but yeah, don't do it because at the same time you might end up in a situation similar to mine, and then quit your job because of that person. And as much as I tell myself there was other reasons why I quit, if they're not true, I quit because of him. And I hate myself for the fact that I quit because of him. And again, like I said previously, um, situationships, they definitely do hurt more than leaving a relationship. Because in a relationship, you have clarity, you know, where you stand, you guys are dating. You know, there was consistency there as well, you know. Um, you guys were able to have an argument but then have a discussion and come up with a compromise blah blah because blah, you knew that you guys were in a relationship but at the same time in a situationship you don't necessarily have that luxury so if you're in a situationship you can't have outbursts you can't really show too much emotion because there's no clarity and fuck you motherfucker for playing with my heart like that. Because I know I am a good girl. And I know I am a sweet girl. So the side that came out, I did not like. You know? And then it goes again. Breaking my promise after when I broke up with my ex. On saying that I will not change for anyone. And I will not lose myself. I ended up losing myself again. But it's not going to happen again. I'm very adamant of the fact that I am not going to fall in love. Unless I know it's going to be sustainable. Okay? And I'm not going to allow myself to do that. Um, Since that whole situation, I am now on dating apps. Um, I'm on two dating apps. I'm not going to say which ones. Okay? But who here in the audience is using dating apps? Ew. So we're going to say half of you viewers. Uh, sorry, not viewers, listeners, so half of you listeners, all right, cool, 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 so who here has used Bumble, I'm going to wait for you guys to put your hands up, or say me, no one, that's what I fucking thought, because, say it with me, Bumble is shit, Bumble is shit, yes, I know Bumble shit, okay, I know the fact that, you know, you swipe, whatever the fuck it is, you like that person, yeah, cool, you match, you match, awesome, the girl's got to reach out a message, but at the same time, the guys just get so lazy, and like us girls as well, for the ones that don't really, like, that are always the one that pushes to ask the guy out, okay, if we go on there, we don't end up having any success, because we will end up looking after the guys, and it goes back to what I said in in the, um, in the this podcast previously, okay, You want the man to look after you. At the end of the day, that's his job. Okay? Um, Who here is using Tinder? I'm waiting. Yeah. so around half of you guys. Cool. Alright, cool. So, Tinder's alright. But it's just for sex. Even though I put, um, looking for long-term relationship. Um... I still get a lot of people that just want to fuck. And I get that. You know, I guess that's what just comes with it. People don't really read your bios or anything like that. They're just like, oh, yeah, this person's hot. I just want to fuck around with them. We're just going to swipe, right? Um, but if you just want to fuck, fuck off. That's what fuck you can do. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not down. Like, I'm looking for something that's a bit more consistent, right? Holy fuck. I want to have sex. Like I'm not gonna lie, guys, I am a horny bitch at the moment, um, and it's really bad because when I was with my ex, we would have sex all the time, and it was good. It was, it was, it was really good. But I don't really want to throw myself around like that. Um, definitely trying to find a relationship, so then that way it's consistent. Plus, come on, guys, like. Well not stands are alright when you're drunk. But at the same time. When you're sober. They're not really all the best. Plus. I'd rather have someone touch my body. And work their way around it. And then us come up with. You know like. Be kinky. And like try things. And we can like progress and work on things as well. So at least our sex can be a bit better experience. Than just have someone just randomly come and fuck me. And then fuck off. No bro. Like. I want someone to experiment with and just kind of like get to know each other's bodies. That way we know what we like or what each other like and we can do it to each other like that. You know, I just want something like that. It's a bit more personal, right? Um, so definitely would like that in a relationship um, amongst other things. I'm not really looking to fuck around. So if... Anybody sees me on Tinder. Says long term. And you're not looking for a long term. Fuck off. Don't waste my time. All right? Yeah you're cute. But at the same time. You just want to root. You don't want to date me. So go away. If you don't have those intentions. If you've got pure intentions. Then bring it on. Um, Who here has Hinge? Yeah. Hinge is like a. It's a needle in a haystack. People still on there to fuck. I feel like it's for mature, like mature people, like not eighteen-year-olds. Which it is, it's nice, but at the same time, like, there's not really much luck. Like, you have a conversation here and there, but then it just gets boring. It, like, I don't know. That's that's my personal opinions on those three dating apps. If you guys want definitely reach out and tell me what you guys think even tell me a story maybe I'll bring it on the next podcast as well um so yeah who here has had much success rate as well like I definitely love to learn like the percentage on each app on how many people actually end up going on dates because I'll have conversations with you know the person it's all right, it's pretty good, gets cool, we have a conversation for about a week or two, you know, just to see the vibe, good vibe, but we don't end up seeing each other, and I'm like, what the fuck, like, we'll just go for a cheeky coffee, or a cheeky drink, or something like that, you know, get to know each other, and again, guys, (laughs) suffer from severe anxiety, so it's hard for me, but at the same time, I'm willing to push myself for that, you know, to go out and just kind of break it and you know keep trying to push my boundaries on top of that you know potentially end up having a really good conversation with someone and then and see where it goes but unfortunately doesn't end up reaching that stage um very rarely like I've been on two dates this year first time this year was the first one in like eight months and he was very sweet you know, it wasn't bad looking. He was good, like, you know, decent looking. I wouldn't say the best looking, but he was decent looking. And I know I'm pretty being a bit of a bitch, so I'm I'm sorry if you're listening to the podcast. But you were decent looking. Not the best. And um we were talking about family a lot. It was good. He ended up paying, which was really nice. I wanted to offer, but my sorry I got the hiccups, guys. But what happened was I had no reception and I couldn't transfer into my account. So I couldn't even offer it. I didn't have cash because I didn't think that we wouldn't have any reception where we ended up going. He ended up paying, which was really nice. He drove as well. Um, And we were just talking about family and stuff. And I felt like the conversations kept repeating itself. And guys, I got so bored. So bored. Like, he's a decent looking guy, but an airhead. And I feel really bad saying it. But yeah. And I just want someone that's going to challenge me. Like challenge my inter- like intellectuals. And I want to challenge them. I want to learn. You know I really like that. And keep pushing each other for. Like to better ourselves. Do you know what I mean? And to keep learning. Um. But yeah after that I just I couldn't. Like I was going to hang out with him again. And give him the benefit of the doubt. But then I got a Snapchat. And No. I don't give my Snapchat out to everyone, all right? I just I just was like, fuck it. I'll give it to him. He doesn't have Instagram. That's fine. So we can message. I know red flag, he didn't ask for my number. Fair enough. Okay, but there was nothing inappropriate on Snapchat. But he ends up sending me a Snapchat of his face, like half his face, and just a little bit of his arm. And he was like, oh, yeah, like which part of the body do you like? And I was like, pardon? He's like, yeah, do you like arms, back, what? And I was like, oh um, I like arms, and then what he does is, he sends a photo of half his face again, but mainly his arms up, like, so what he's doing is, he's, like, tensing his, his bicep, and putting his, like, leaning his fist on his head, like, you know, when you lean on your, on your hand, so doing like that, but leaning on the fist, with his bicep popping, and that was basically mainly the photo, he's like, do you like this, um, or something along the lines, I actually forgot what it said there, I just got baffled, and just was, like, but wh- how and where did this conversation come from? Like that that's all that was going through my head because we're just talking about each other's days and stuff and then just randomly that. And I get he's trying to like, you know, come off as like sexy and whatever, whatever. But don't shove it down my throat. I like I'm very, very stubborn. Okay. And I like to do things, you know, I like to take my time, but not too long. A, you know, reasonable amount, you know, but at the same time, like, don't just go and shove that down my throat, and expect a compliment, I'm not gonna compliment you straight away, okay, especially if you're trying to, like, fish for a compliment, no, like that, so forward, no, fuck off, okay, what you can do is be like, oh, like, yeah, like, I went to the gym, like, you know, just taking cute gym self like, get, like, take a cute gym selfie, whatever, be like, oh, yeah, you're looking really good, looking really fit, that's fine, don't, shove your fucking bicep in that photo and fish for a compliment straight away, fuck off. Like, you're not... Like, you're decent looking, but you're not like, wow, you look like a fucking chiseled Greek god. No! Okay? On top of that, I never did that to him. I never fished for a compliment. I was never like that. I was just asking how his day was. And it was just so bland. So then I ended up just fucking forgetting about him. I ended up going away on holidays as well. And, um... He knew I was going on holidays. And then, um... Yeah. So that was that. And then I just decided one day, I was like, I'm actually... I'm just going to delete you. Like, I'm deleting you off my Snapchat. We're not messaging ever again. And that was fantastic. That was a good feeling. Until I (laughs) actually... I was catching the train home. And I saw him at the train station. And I freaked. So, not going to lie, I ran for the hills. Um... Yeah. The next date wasn't really like a full on date. Date. Like, we ended up doing an activity. We didn't really go for food or whatever. And, um, the activity was fun. It was really fun. Um, we ended up hanging out a second time. Um, uh, just went for a drive. I know, guys. Red flag. I get it. He should be taking me out for dinner. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I wasn't gonna, like, push. And, um,. Yeah, like, the drive was nice. Um, I wanted to hang out with him again and was waiting for him to ask me. Um, and then I ended up caving and asked him first. He said he was busy that night, but to be honest, I I kind of expected it. It was my fault. I messaged late. I messaged at, like, 7 o'clock. And that time, you know, a person gets ready and drives down, you know, which is fair enough. Um but yeah it was it was it wasn't it wasn't too sad that he th- he said no, you know, it was a work night um but yeah, um, we were gonna hang out hopefully tonight again, um that's what we ended up deciding, but he was asleep, and I told him I was on my way home um and then he just ended up... Yeah, like, he was like, look, sorry, that like, can't anymore. I was like, yeah, that's fine. You know, but deep down I'm kind of sad. Because I'm just like... Like, I would have liked to hang out to get to know each other a bit more. You know? But it is what it is at the end of the day. You know, I can't really go chasing anybody. and I don't really have the energy to chase anybody either. You know? Because if I'm going to be the one that's chasing... Then. It's just kind of shit on my behalf. Because. I want the guy to want me more than. I want him. That's just how I want it. Right. Um, so we'll see when he messages next. I am still going to be using the dating apps. Because at the same time. Like I'm not really committed to anyone. You know. And as I said before, like, I love myself. Right? And I think I'm going to hold that pride of loving myself. And having a partner, if they're going to treat me right, then yeah, of course, I'm going to love them more than I love. No, actually. I'm not going to love them more than I love myself. I would care about them, I'd want to look after them I'd want the best for them, i want them to succeed I would want everything And anything for them Right? But I am not going to degrade myself I'm going to love myself A little bit more Okay? Because again It's 2023 Who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the future Like it's so hard in the dating game It's so hard in the dating game you know um, so who knows if they end up leaving or not or we end up getting married obviously I'd like to date to get married but at the same time people have different intentions and I guess when you're in a relationship it kind of sucks but sometimes they're still looking around um, so yeah so until that yeah you know what I'm not even going to continue because it's going to end up being a bit bit of a sad talk show fuck that's not what I want um so yeah I don't know guys tell me if you guys actually enjoy the podcast um give me some interaction you know I definitely would appreciate if you guys liked and shared um if you guys have any topics that you want me to touch bases on, definitely bring it on. I'm happy to do that. If you guys want to share stories, like type up a story, and then I can share it on the podcast. Maybe even give my opinion and advice. I'm down for that. I just thought like I'd give you a little bit of a backstory in terms of my love life, you know, um, and then potentially we can talk about you know celebrity dramas as well later on because. Fuck, there is so much tea There is so much tea and I'd I wouldn't mind putting my two cents in. No wouldn't mind at all. Um but yeah and I just kinda wanted to give like a brief overview so then you know like you guys are not in a letter alone. My single people out there, if you guys are listening, dating's fucking hard. Life is hard, but you just got to push through. You got to be positive and just take everything as a learning experience. It is very important to take it as a learning experience and just be like, "Well, you know what? Like I'm grateful that I was able to have that person in my life for a little bit, right? I'm happy that I was able to experience, you know, what I experienced." Um I was also happy that I was able to learn and be where I am now. So yeah, all love. Have a lovely evening. And I will see you guys next week, motherfuckers. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to try and do this on a weekly basis. So yeah, stay tuned. Bye. Peace and love.